Hello and welcome to the comic wrap-up recorded here at Four Color Fantasy's comic book store. I'm your host, Michael Maxwell. Joining me, my permanent guest, Chris Brady. Hey, how's it going? We need to get some more guests. We do. <laughs> Somebody we do. who's not me. <laughs> I look, think of think of where you were when we first started doing this. Oh yeah, in the background yelling at you guys. <laughs> well, because you were like, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk. And, and now I'm like, hey, let's do this. Now you're so comfortable. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. Comfortable. <laughs> well, you fake I it. Just well. pretend it. <laughs> uh, so uh, on this episode, as we mentioned previously, uh, we've each read a comic book, and we're going to talk about it. We read a comic book. Actually, my staff one, shocked that I read one. one so one whole comic book. <laughs> it's like I don't have time to read comics. Let's just yeah, sell them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but before we get into all that, uh, what is coming out this week in the world of comics? Let's see. From Dark Horse Comics, you have Halo Rise of Atrix, number five, final issue. Uh, we have a new book, Incognito Re- Renaissance. Uh, you have Koshi the Deathless, number two. Uh, let's see. Rasputin, Voice of the Dragon, and Tomb Raider, Survivor's Crusade, number three. Uh, DC Comics, you have, let's see, where we start here? Bane Conquest, number nine. You have Batman number 40, Batman White Knight number 5, which is really good. If you haven't been reading it, you're missing out. Uh, The Batman Who Laughs third printing, because that is an awesome book. Uh, Black Lightning, Cold Dead Hands, if you're watching the TV show, it's something good to read. Uh, Bombshells United, Uh, let's see, Dastardly and Muttley. Yeah, I'm trying to do the snicker and I just can't do it. Um, Deathstroke number 28, Um, Exit Stage Left, The Snagglepuss Chronicles. <laughs> Exit Stage uh, Green Arrow 37, Green Lantern, number 40. Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica, number 5. Harley Quinn, 37. Um, Injustice, number 2. Jetsons, number 4, which actually I really like that book. Um, Justice League, 38. Mr. Miracles, uh, extra printings of number 1 through 4. Uh, Mother Panic Batman Special, part of the Milk Wars. Uh, Doom Patrol crossover. Uh, Nightwing number 38. Scooby Apocalypse Trade Paperback, Volume 3. Superman number 40. Uh, Swamp Thing Winter Special number 1 by Jeff Lemire. So everybody's like, ah. Young Monsters in Love number 1. That's all of uh, DC's goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. IDW, we got 30 Days of Night number 3. Back to the Future Time Train number 2. Uh, Clue Trade Paperback. Ghostbusters Answer the Call number 3. Um, Gem and the Holograms Dimensions, number three. Scarlet Strike Force, number two. Uh, Star Trek New Visions Isolation. If you haven't checked those out, that's actually like uh, stills of the TV show mm-hmm. rewritten with the storylines. So it's kind of cool. And, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. He's done like, I think there's like seven or eight of them out now. So uh, let's see. TMNT Universe, number 19. Transformers Lost Light, number 14. Transformers versus the Visionaries, number two. Yeah, Visionaries. That's like my favorite cartoon. Uh, Walt Disney Showcase, Donald Duck. And we have uh, Winona Earp Season Zero Trade Paperback. Image Comics, you have Coyotes, number four. Extremity, number 11. Um, let me get to the next page. Gravediggers Union, number four. I Hate Fairyland, number 16. And it has been forever since that book has come out. So it continues the story. 
Uh, Kingsman Red Diamond number six, number one with a bullet number four, Paper Girls 20, Rock Candy Mountain number eight, which is the final issue, um, Savage Dragon 231, Scales and Scoundrels number six, Snot Girl number nine, Versus number one, and Walking Dead 176 uh, with the regular cover and then a Bill Sankowitz cover, which is a really nice watercolor type cover. Uh, he's doing one of each of the characters for each issue of Walking Dead coming out. Uh, let's see, Wicked and Divine, 1923. Oh, I love that book. Um, and Witchblade, number three. Spider-Man, number 795. Uh, Avengers, 679. Uh, Black Bolt, number 10. Uh, there's two new Black Panther books out this week. So you have Black Panther, Sound and Fury, number one. And you have Rise of Black Panther, number two. Um, you have Daredevil, number 598. Um, second printing, Doctor Strange, 383. Hawkeye 15, Iceman 10, Infinity Countdown, Adam Warlock number 1, uh, Iron Fist number 77, uh, let's see, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, yay! Um, Punisher, nope, that's second printing. Rise of Black Panther number 2, Rogue and Gambit number 2, Runaways number 6, She-Hulk 162, Spider-Man 237, Spider-Man 27, Spirits of Vengeance number five, final issue of that, and then it goes into an ongoing after that. Uh, Star Wars 43, yes. Uh, second printing at Thanos number 14, Venom 161, X-Men Gold 21, and X-Men Red, the new Jean Grey Phoenix X-Men book where she has her own team. And there's a bunch of little titles coming out all over everywhere, too. Now you said uh, you said Rogue and Gambit number two in there. Is that a... Uh, That's a miniseries yeah, mini going series? on? Yeah, so... I have to start getting my hands on that. Yeah, it sold out at number one, so we're waiting for the second printing of it, so... I'll, I'll sign yeah, it I didn't even I didn't even... Didn't even get to read it. They <laughs> left the shelf before I get it. That's what I get for waiting a week. So That's what happens when you put... Every, I, I, need to get, I need to get my own pull list. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, you've got some some events coming up. Yeah, Black time. Panther tickets are still available. We have our private screening on February nineteenth at seven thirty. Getting close though. You better it get is. those tickets. And then uh, we start, you know, selling Avengers, Deadpool, Han Solo, and probably Incredibles two. All start sale um, on the sixteenth to everybody. Uh, let's see. We have free comic day coming up. We have the UCR Geek Out over at UCR on February seventeenth. Um, what else? Yeah, that's it right now, I think. So, yeah. It's a busy first half of the year for you. Oh, for yeah. Sure. I'm already tired. <laughs> it hasn't even really got going It yet. hasn't, because it's free <laughs> comic book day, and... Yeah. Oh God, it hurts oh. my head. Yeah, no. When you last <laughs> I, episode, only, I got to go to Long Beach only to talk to creators for free comic day. So. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and get into this. So we each read a comic. Yes. I read the Star Wars one shot, The Storms of Crate. Crate. I think that I is. Think it's a, that's, I, I don't know. Star Wars assume, talk, so it could be anything. It's C R A I T, but I, I assume it's pronounced Crate. That's it's how probably I'm, just rate, and the C is silent, knowing <laughs> it's Star Wars world. So. And then uh, what did you read? I wrote Mystic U. It's a uh, first issue. There's two of them out right now. I, I'm actually got to go pick up the second one because it was really good. It's a Elseworlds kind of story mm -hmm. um, with Zatanna and all the mystic DC characters where they're kind of like in, it's kind of like Magicians TV show, mm -hmm. but using all the characters from DC Universe. So Is it, uh, is, is it a miniseries or one-off? It's a miniseries. Right now it's set for three, so we'll see where it goes from there. But I mean, it was, it was actually rather good. It was a long, long 
pause between one and two. So I'm hoping three comes out on a uh, quicker. But I mean, it was really good. All right, and then this is issue number one. Correct. Right here, and I and the thing is, I really like the DC Magic Universe. Mm -hmm. So it it kind of like just tapped me in all the places that I like. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so basically what we're going to do is we're kind of give an overview uh, of, of each book, just a quick plot summary and what we thought about it and stuff like that. Uh, did you want me to go first? Yeah, go, go ahead. First? Go ahead. All I'll right, listen so, to you because I didn't get to read that one. So. All right. So sold the, out again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Storms of Crate uh, takes place in the Star Wars universe after they've destroyed the Death Star. Um, the first time. Oh, look, there's a scroll. <laughs> and there is a scroll. Just, I'll just read you the scroll that'll uh, fill you in. It is a period of urgency within the Rebel Alliance. Ever since the destruction of the evil Galactic Empire's Death Star and the Battle of Yavin, the Rebels have been on the run in search of a new location to hold their base of operations. Rebellion hero Princess Leia of Alderaan has made the search her personal mission with the help of her friends Luke Skywalker and smuggler Han Solo. Or Han Solo, however you say it. Han. <laughs> however, finding a new secret location to hide from the Imperial Army is much harder and they're, when they're hot on the tail of the Millennium Falcon. Dot, 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 dot. Um, da 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 Star so, Starscreen. Yes. Ah, and uh, this book was written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, who, wow. I mean, he, he's ben not now. Acker and Blacker, that's... Not, not now, but he's Ben Blacker. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I go when I read it the first time. I was like, "Wait, you've been after and been Mayhew. Blacker." That's cool. That's artist you got the beautiful. Art, yeah, artist so. Mike Mayhew, and that's one of the first things I did want to say about this. And even like I just I showed you a little bit of it. Yeah, that's earlier, Mike's like, style. I should have known that because he's very hyper realistic. The facial art really good in this. He has good so, shadowing. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he does portraitures kind of thing. So it's like it's it's beautiful stuff. Like it's it's more realistic than the digital princess leia from yeah. rogue one like yeah. it's so good um he yeah, is really good at that so yeah it's i got very... a couple of i got a couple of covers that he done yeah he did that's mm -hmm. uh just his covers so it's yeah they're beautiful yeah. um so basically yeah they're on the run they're looking for a place to hide out um leia and mon mothma are kind of at odds as to where they should go Leia has all these suggestions and one is based off of a contact that knew her father but he's not trustworthy and she does this whole like my you father mean, like, tried the to see pretty much Star Trek or Star yeah. Wars universe. Yeah. yeah, but she's like my father saw the good in people, and I'm trying to do that too. So they go to crate to check it out. Um, Mon Mothma lets her pick one person to go. Luke, in typical fashion, is whining because hey they're now, not. Hey now, watch yourself with Mark Hamill. It's it's hey, look, not Mark Hamill. Luke's kind of no, it's Mark Hamill. Come on now. <laughs> He's whining because he wants to. He wants some action, and he's not getting that. And so, even when well, he gets he's there with his sister, wrong so, kind of action. Oh, sorry. Although she that. does kiss him in on again the cheek, on the cheek. Okay, I'm about to say cheek. she knows. No, she doesn't know by then. No. Uh, yeah, this is all before Empire. So, yeah, and okay. it does get him all flustered. And even as I was reading, I was like, "Why? Wow. Why? Knowing That's just now, so wrong. Knowing <laughs> now, why would you include that? Anyway, um, so she takes him and uh, Han Solo and a few people to crate. Uh, when they get there, they find this defunct mining operation, and of course, the guy that they're supposed to meet, who's giving you all kinds of, he is not Creepy on the level vibes, kind yeah. of vibes, like right from the start, like he's overly friendly, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Luke's job is to scout the planet to make sure it's suitable for life because of his farm knowledge, and he is not happy about that. 
He's okay. complaining the whole book. He's like, I might as it's like I'm moisture farming again. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much him through the whole book. Shooting wampus. <laughs> uh, and he hangs out with um, Wedge. Okay. So. So he's not dead yet. Okay, nope. go. Two of them are hanging out, and um, yeah, I mean, we see the planet that we see in the Last Jedi, and all the salt. There's some creatures on the planet that aren't there later, and they kind of explain why. Um, because there's no life on this planet. Even when Leia suggests it, Mon Moth is like, no, it's a dead planet. We're not going there. And she's like, no, that's perfect, because no one will be looking for us there. Right. Why Why wouldn't you go to some place that nothing's there? Yeah. So we get there. the universe. Um, this, this guy gives her the whole schmoozy thing, and Han is just like, no, this this guy is bad news. He's like, hey, trust me, I would be yeah. like that if I was trying and to And even Leia, she's like, calm down. Like, I know, but I gotta, I gotta see where it goes. And... Uh, at one point, she does. It really is a nice story for Leia because it shows how intelligent she is. Because at one point, she even says, she's like, look, uh, I know you're playing both sides. I know you've got stormtroopers just waiting to come down here, but I'm giving you the option to help us out instead. And of course, he doesn't. Um, at about the same time, Luke is discovering why this planet's a dead planet. He finds these bodies that have been, like, flash fried. Um, but he's like, got it. He kind of like trying to figure out what would do this in such a hurry, and he realizes like we got to get off this planet now. So he's hauling ass back to tell Leia that they have these salt storms. That if he's like, if we get caught in this, we will not be leaving, kind of a thing. And uh, and then this guy decides that he's going to betray them anyway. There are these stormtroopers called the Scar Squadron. Okay. That show up. And they're supposed to be like super badass. One of them has a lightsaber. I didn't even know. Yeah, you can wield lightsabers that, if you're not that, a Jedi. No, no, but I've never heard of a stormtrooper wielding one. So visually, it's awesome. Like right. he pops out, he's got a green lightsaber, but he gets his ass kicked by Luke. Of course, because he's like a no-trained idiot with a lightsaber. Yeah, which so is Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, kind of. But, but apparently, Luke can summon the little worm creatures from this planet that help him out. <laughs> I don't. Okay. It's, it's weird. Um, there had to be story between there, yeah. Of Luke training or something. Yeah, there must have been. Ben, um, old Ben going Luke. Yeah, Luke. But um, yeah, so those and those all the stormtroopers, like when they hear about them, like oh, Scar Squadron, oh no, and then they all get destroyed. So like so what easily. What makes them so tough? No, nothing. Okay. Apparently, it's kind of like those. Uh, what is it? The elite troopers from uh, Rogue One. Yeah, the guys in the black. It's like. Yeah. Okay, and, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, they're coming, and then they just die. That's basically what happened here. They had a little bit more personality because they're like, yeah, I'm going to kill me some rebels. No, 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 save some for me, blah, blah, blah. But then they just go so and get killed. a good shit talker, basically. Pretty much. All right. Um, and then, like I said, Leia gives that guy a chance. He decides that he's siding with the Empire. Uh, he shoots Han because Han tries to, like, taunt him. And then he's going to like, ha But the guy shoots him before he can. And Han's like, oh, he's got good perif, but he's not good because he like barely grazed him. And Leia's just like, I'm just surprised you lost the draw. Damn. Yeah. She's fierce in this book. Um, and then they leave and the, leave that guy there, I guess. Mon Mothma is, Leia apologizes. And Mon Mothma's like, no, you're right. We do have to find a permanent home. Yada but, yada yada. But did they create the base? Because no, it was a mine. It was a defunct mining operation. Oh, okay. Well, then what about all the ships that were there and gear and all? That I stuff? guess that was all supposed to be from the mining operation. Huh. That okay. Was shut because down. in the movie they said it was a defunct rebel base. Yeah. 
Which, hmm. I mean, I guess hmm. in the sense that they were there for a couple of... Like, I, it doesn't even seem like they were there for more than a day. Well, okay. So That's really weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way. Yeah, either event. Yeah. If it was a... Like, even as a potential rebel base, you'd think the Empire would make a log in a computer well, somewhere. Especially if they sent their elite scar troopers down there. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> somebody um, somebody didn't check with an editor. Yeah. So in that regard, it doesn't make any sense because they do not end up forming the base there. But mm. it gives us a little bit of backstory on this planet. Um, That's cool. You know, and again, it's visually beautiful. This guy oh, looks ugly. like yeah. this. The bad guy in this, he looks like he um, looks like Thrawn. But well, also remember Howard the Duck, the scientist. But when no. he goes all crazy at no. the end, I never watched Howard the Duck. This is what well, he looks I like. I did, but I, I, it's actually been like erased from my memory. His, chips. his hair and mustache and crazy eyes. If that guy just had blue skin, that's it. I'm just trying to paint you a picture at home. Okay. That's what he looks like. Yeah. I, again, I know that movie has been forever erased <laughs> from my, uh, yeah, no, I actually really don't even remember that movie. I just remember a duck and sex scene and I was like, no. That I'm was gonna, enough. I'm going to Google the image after for you and uh, show you. and then But you're going to see. You're going to be like, okay. oh, my God, it does. You're it like, looks oh, just like him. See where he got the reference from. Yeah. Uh, see? see? Look at that. He looks so, like... Yeah, he looks kind of badass with Badass lightsaber. with his lightsaber and his little red cloak. <laughs> so, like, wannabe and Imperial then, Guards. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then just gets owned by Luke. Well, of course he does. And some little worm creatures. So the worm creatures took him away? Yeah. Okay. That's dumb. All right. So, hey. but uh, it was a it was a decent little one shot. I thought the writing wasn't super strong, but the art was beautiful. I That's think. That's cool. So, all right. Well, mine is called Mystic U. It's written by Elisa Quitney, K W I T N E Y. Artist is Mike Norton. Um, it basically it starts out with a really dark apocalyptic kind of future, and basically it's six months post malevolence. And it's a uh, Zatanna running towards um, Columbia University, and she's calling out for uh, Hellblazer John Constantine. Nice. And it's like, oh, you know, gone. It's actually not Constantine. It's somebody else. Uh, they're like, we have to, we have to pull the trigger on the the final moment, and they cast a spell, and it basically changes the Earth and time to a different timeline, and then. It starts out with a young Zatanna back in the, you know, seven years prior to the malevolence. Okay. And um, she gets, you know, her father is a magician and all that stuff like that. She comes about her powers, basically, on stage. And uh, then she gets taken to this university, basically, which is like, again, like magicians. Very similar to it. Like school like full X, of X-Men school for the gifted, but right, for right. But for magic. magic users and it's very similar to it, but I mean, it actually feels more like magicians because it's like, they're there to learn magical classes, you know, headmasters, all little, that little stuff DC like that. DC Hogwarts. Yeah, pretty much. It's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> Except so, they're all, it looks like they're a little bit older than that. Yeah. Of course there's, uh, you know, the, uh, the creature that nobody can figure out and ends up coming, you know, taking people away and everybody's like, ah, Ends up being a misunderstood creature. Ends up joining the university as a student <laughs> at that point. But it's bringing in characters that I've always loved, like Mr. E. You have uh, the Enchantress, things like that. So 
It's pretty cool. So, yeah, but they're all like younger versions of them learning their powers for the first time. So, and I assume it has uh, notes of teen drama. Yes, in there as it well. It does actually. So there's a little like you know again I like one of my favorite shows have been magicians mm -hmm. and it's kind of that same sort of thing you know people are sleeping with people that kind of stuff like that so and then it leaves you a couple of mysteries like what the hell is this creature? Yeah, i don't know what this green right the green nasty. slubby thing but one of the one of the main characters actually can communicate with it so and they're connected somehow kind of thing and so he ends up being in class and then then at the end there's like a you know well which one you know because they believe that one of the main characters is going to be the malevolence. But they can't figure out who it is. There's no way to look in the future and see and all that stuff like that. So they're like, well, why don't we just kill them all? And the um, the headmaster, who is actually Dr. Colt, uh, is like, no. And, but Mr. E, because Mr. E, I don't know if you know Mr. E or not. But mm. uh, yeah, he's crazy. Um, so he's just like, well, let's just kill them all. And so that was the end of the storyline at that point, you know. For the to go to the next one, yeah. So there's a there's a bit of a, a bit of a mystery, correct? As to who actually causes this big malevolence, or if it is, because I mean it could be a whole different timeline in mm -hmm. somebody else. So I mean that's that's the whole thing. So and the next issue is like it says right there, Greek life at Mystic U. <laughs> so it's pledging time. So, but I mean it seems like it's really good. And, and again, these are characters that I like. So. It's just a younger version. It's kind of like a Raven-esque. I'm sure Raven will be inside of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's good looking. It's uh, look it seems a uh, thicker it's than it's a thicker than book. A normal, yeah, so I mean, it's, and like I said, it's Elseworlds type story. So that mm -hmm. that always is good too because they're not beholden to any any uh, prior storylines or stuff like that. Right. They just basic use basics of the, of the characters, and, and they're, they're able to they're play not, with them. They're not canon they're not considered no, canon no. they're just one-off yeah. stories dc's done this new thing now where it's like uh dc universe uh on their not this one but the newer books will have the new moniker and it says dc universe and that's the stuff that's actually tied all together okay and then when it says dc comics that's an actual like side story that's uh, an so interesting that way to handle it, it yeah. keeps it so you know which is what and it used to be there used to be an elseworlds logo that I they were put that. on stuff so and that, yeah. they did it now with the new yeah, the new logos. Uh, speeding, new dress. speeding Bullets is one of my favorite Elseworlds comics. Right. That's where they mix the backstories of Batman and Superman together. Mm -hmm. That was such a good book. My favorite Elseworlds story is still uh, Red Sun. So, yeah. That's the one where he crashes in, in Russia. Russia right? Yeah, hell yeah. That's yeah. That one and uh, the Superman Secret Identity. So, And they got the Batman coming out right now as a uh, as single issues right now. The Batman's Secret Identity kind of. So the other thing I noticed in here, as you were flipping through it, is uh, there were hardly any, if, oh, if very any low, very ads. There were like, like you know, even in the Star Wars, there's like a, an ad like every third page, <laughs> uh, and this looked like it was all comic. I didn't see any ads throughout here. So if you like your comic books ad free, Mystic U is is right up your alley. Yeah. So. So. Good. All right. So you would uh, you would recommend? I would this? recommend it because I'm going to pick up the second one as soon as we're done here. Okay. So I can sit here and read why everybody else works. Right. Um, in storms, <laughs> storms of crate, I would say it's again visually stunning. Um, it does well, it's it like it's like all the one shots that they've yeah. done for them. You know, like we were talking earlier, it's it's inconsequential to the storylines. Yeah. But it actually gives you a little bit more background. Mm -hmm. So, like the like I said, the C three PO, 
the uh, K2SO book, the uh, and now the Star Wars Sor- Storms of Crate. So yeah, and it, it is a nice little story for Leia as far as well, showing making aspects her a lot of her stronger of a character in the comics because I think that's going towards how she is in the movies too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah, it's and for the since you, there's not a big investment, I'd recommend checking out if you can find it. Uh, yeah, five bucks and. You know, like I said, if nothing else, is a really good look, good looking book. So, cool. All right, uh, where can people find out more about Four Color Fantasies? Uh, Facebook at Four Color Rancho, or search Four Color Fantasies. We'll pull up there, along with all of our play groups and events and everything. Uh, let's see, Instagram is Four Color Fantasies, and Twitter is Four Color Rancho. Those are the best places to grab us right now. All right, and uh, it won't be until after Black Panther comes out that we uh, do this again, and we will for sure. Um, But we hope to see you all at the Four Colors screening for Black Panther. That's right. T-shirt patch, swag bags, (laughs) all kinds of good stuff. Yes. Giveaways. Yes, lots of giveaways. That's right. So, All right, guys, this has been the Comic Wrap-Up. We will talk to you after the next issue.